Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I've already pressed record. Clear, clear out your voice. <coughs> <clears throat> well, repeat after me. <clears throat> you have to sound like uh, Oscar the Grouch meets Cookie Monster. <clears throat> <clears throat> you need to sound like a straight guy, like revving up during sex. <laughs> Ooh, you like that? <clears throat> <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, did I get you going? Have you been having sex with straight? I know guys? you're straight. <laughs> Sorry to break the news, guys. Um, my one character flaw. <laughs> I know. I was gonna start. Should we? Do we still start with a song? Uh, well, I feel like we've kind of given a type of song. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> well, welcome to What the Fuck is Happening the Podcast. Yes, hello everybody. I'm Nick. I'm Maddie. Hello. This is no one else. There's no one here. Um, <laughs> this is Nick's water bottle. Although I will say I've got some some um, guests, possible guests written down that I need Ooh. to talk to you about and, and, and reach out to. How exciting. Did you end up watching that Reacher no. show on Amazon Prime, the Jack Reacher show? No. Did you end up watching Jack Ryan? I watched the first season, and I think I tried to watch the second season, but second season was shit. Oh, I don't. I only got like a one or two episodes in, so because it was shit. <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> what was the other one? There was and that um, the Chris Pratt spy show that's like Jack Reacher and Jack Ryan. Okay, moving on. Well, no, I'm just saying Amazon Prime. As much as they have some phenomenal content. I'm talking about like a league of their own, <laughs> mm. like some incredible uh, risk-taking shows, and then mm. they play it safe with like the straight male shows. <laughs> it's wow. very funny to me. They have funny. three shows that are almost identical, which is Jack Ryan, Jack Reacher, and the Chris Pratt one, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that one, <laughs> and that one, um, and they're like all the exact same plots. Fair, you know, tried and true. Yeah, but it's just like. Great man, predictable. Yeah, I mean, we've been new. Period. Period. There's like a new one on Netflix coming out that's the same as well. I think it's called like The Recruit or something. Oh, hey! I saw the trailer for that! Noah Centenario? <laughs> yeah! How is do you that say a show? Name? Or is it a movie? It's a show. Shit, really? Yeah. Well, whether or not it has the substance to like be a show. Yeah. Like all these know, MCU shows, they should actually just be movies. I don't know if it's yeah. like that. Um, how do you say his name? Centino. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I, I, I actually really do think that looks much. good. I'm excited for that. It does. Kind I of feel look like, like um, Noah Centineo is one of those celebrity crushes that I feel bad for having because he's trash. I don't. No, I don't think he's a bad person or anything. I just, I feel like he it's gives, like... I don't think he's a bad person either, but he definitely... Or maybe it's just the characters that he's been playing recently, mm. but he definitely is giving, like, only has one brain cell vibes. You know? Himbo. It's kind of hot, though. Himbo vibes. Himbo I mean, vibes. it's not not hot, but, you know. Himbo vibes, total, 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 my, my competency kink is, like, you know, pretty strong, so... So you need, like, an astrophysicist. Exactly. That's the only thing that does Like that Bachelor me. I was talking about the other day, the Dr. Matt. He <laughs> okay. was The Bachelor Australia, like, five years ago. 
<laughs> and he's like hot and like a super scientist. Well, wow. super like, scientist. If I knew Schmexy. him, I would set you guys up. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And then you. you could break up with him and become The Bachelor at a later point. <laughs> my God, my reality TV career is taking off. You're in your reality TV era. <laughs> Do you... Okay, I... So Taylor Swift is in trouble this week. This was one of my things! Well, I kind of figured, but no. So I don't even want to talk about that yet. Okay. What I want to talk about is the fact that I feel bad for her with this tour called The Errors Tour. Mm. Because when she comes to Australia, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be calling it The Errors Tour. Right. Instead of the Eras tour. And? In an Australian accent, it sounds like error, like mistake. Say error and error. Well, they are the same thing, but who cares? Say, say, what, you, what, how, say what it's called when you make a mistake. Error. And say <laughs> the title of, Midnight, of the Midnight's tour. The Eras tour. <laughs> Correct. So when Miss, Miss Swift become, comes to Australia... She's going to think that we're all, like, shitting on her. I don't think And bullying that's her. Tr- no. Because she's going to be like, hey, guys, welcome to my Eras Tour. That was, I don't know where that tour came from. <laughs> eras Tour. There we go. And, and, and we're going to be like, Eras, Eras, Eras. <laughs> and she's going to be like that, I feel bullied. I'm going to leave the country. I'm going to cancel the other four shows. Sometimes I'm like, wow, Nicholas is a normal person. And then other times things like this happen. And I'm like, wow, Nicholas is fucking balls to the wall, batshit crazy. What's the percentage? What's the ratio? 50-50. It's giving balance. It's giving equality. Hashtag feminism. Got it. Hashtag not all men. What's... What did I see? I saw a TikTok the other day that was like... um. Am I gonna have to mute just your a reminder again? that it's that it's World Men's Day or something? Oof. And and they were like, just a reminder that it's World Men's Day. So when it comes around to like March next year, and it's World Female Day, mm-hmm. World World Girl Lady Day. <laughs> What's it called? International Women's Day. International Women's Day. <laughs> Girl Lady Day. International Girl Lady Women Female Day. <laughs> when it comes around to that, I don't want to hear any men saying where's International Men's Day because it's today. So fair. Period. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Well, what's the, elf, the elephant in the room this week is that this episode is going to be different because, spoiler alert, there's like an extra 30-minute review tagged on to the end. Yeah, that Chelsea and I recorded after going to see Black Adam. Yeah. Because we were so enraged that we were like, let's share our thoughts with the world. And that makes me – am I going to watch it, like listen to it, even though I've not watched the movie? Absolutely. Is it going to ruin my experience of the movie? Maybe. No, <laughs> no, it's not because there were no. There was like one major kind of plot twist, but we didn't even talk about it in the in the review. So one major plot. What was the major plot twist? Oh, don't say it now, then. <laughs> um, and usually we would release review episodes separately, but Black yes. Adam's been out for like a month, so I feel yep. like we're just going to tag it on. Kind of no point yep. in releasing it separately. Yeah, but we with this coming Wednesday we will have a review for a movie. Oh, will we? Oh, that's right. Before it even comes out. My good us doing I know. That? I feel as though we're like proper, like, <laughs> the, like we're at a media event. We're like the press. That's so exciting. We are the press. <laughs> um, when in reality, we just won tickets to an advanced screening. And by we, pretend. he means him. Nicholas wins tickets to advanced screenings all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and now that we review separately, I feel like we can take advantage of that. And then in, in six months' time. They'll see all of our reviews coming out before the movie, and they'll be like, well, we may as well just put this podcast on the press list, the media kit. 
<laughs> so then I've got to go to the, the review screenings. I mean, okay. I'm down for that. I'm, I'm positive. We're amongst our happen. people. I feel positive as well. Okay, we've got to go fast. So. Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog. The- <laughs> Gotta go fast. Well, we do have to go fast because, spoiler alert for our days, um, we have a Twilight party that we're going to. And a Twilight party, I mean, it's at my house and it's just me and Nick and Chelsea and we're going to be watching Twilight. And it's going to be really fun. But we have to get there. So sad. We are. Calling it a party. (laughs) It's a Um, party for us. So for listeners and viewers, there's a, um, what are they called? Pop. Pop filter. Pop filters. That sounds like. One of those pretentious people who doesn't listen to pop pop oh music. My God. They're like, I'm gonna put on shuffle, but I'm gonna put the pop filter on <laughs> so that I only get indie and alternative oh music. Is this a new tech platform? Should you make that? Should you patent that idea? Wait, should we take on Spotify and Apple Music? Yes. With what capital? <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't need to. You can just I don't know. We'll we'll take a loan, start the platform, and then go from there. That sounds so easy. Um, anyway, there's these new pop filters. And one, it's I now my now my intrusive thoughts can't tell me to deep throw the microphone because it's too big. <laughs> That's no, what for she some said. Of us, maybe it won't stop Maddie. Um, As a straight woman, <laughs> but now we can like pat the microphones and you can ASMR it. I just don't know about that, but do, okay. Do you so get moving those TikToks on. Oh my god, of Nicholas. The, the lady whose her job is like ASMR videos and shit. Yeah. Um, and she has a son. No. Who she sometimes brings in to like play games and stuff. Mm. Oh, and he like screams. screams Yeah, yeah. When I tell you if I'm depressed, I will put one of those videos on, (laughs) cackle for 15 minutes, and then everything is right in the world. So fair. It's like that or like a video of an old person falling over. I saw one of a kid the other day. It was so fucking funny. They were going down a hill on like a rug. And what? the rug got like there were like it was like a I don't know, it was like indoor, indoor, there wooden floor going down oh, a hill is this? and his foot like got caught on the edge of the rug and the rug got pulled out from under him, but he went forwards. He fucking slammed into the ground. It made the biggest noise. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad to admit it, but that made me a little bit happy. <laughs> so fair. I'll see if I can um, find the video. It's like those videos of the adults who get on the um, carnival slides. Yeah, yes, it's exactly it, like, what it was like. Yeah. Instead of like the curve, they just boof. You know? <laughs> I do. You know the boof? Yeah. yeah. I've heard of the boof. <laughs> okay, um, so I'm. Can we. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that an Ariana Grande song? No. Should we just talk about Taylor Swift because she's already been brought up? Get into it, yeah. Get. Into it. So this week, yeah. Taylor Swift Doja released. Cat. Oh my god! It's Doja Cat. Taylor Swift released. Well, the tickets well, no, for. Let's. I want to give full context. I am because this week's been a mess of pop culture. I yes, we're starting with Taylor Swift. Though. No, 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 yes, I know, but I need to give the context of all the stuff we're going to talk about because there's like no, we chunk don't. of things that happen. We have never done that before. No, but I want to. I have. Audio visuals. Okay, fine. We're not really. Audio Do we need to uh, visuals, attach? No. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. So, Pop Crave, the Twitter account uh-huh. that like aggregates all pop culture news, if you couldn't tell, um, tweets out a weekly this week's news, mm-hmm. and this week's news was wild, a doozy. So we've got uh, Twitter's on the brink of collapse. That was one of my things. Trump announces his twenty twenty four election bid. I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> Ticketmaster cancels public on sale for Taylor Swift's 
errors tour. Yeah. Errors, errors. I feel it bad saying matter. it. Who like, cares? Taylor Swift might care. I don't want to she feel like I'm bullying. She's not listening to this. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ellen Pompeo, the titular Grey of Grey's Anatomy is leaving. Um, Surely that means they're going to cancel it. I, it's like very much an ensemble piece now. It's not about her. I mean, I really feel like it should have ended 10 years ago anyway, but see, sorry, I don't care. Moving on. Well, no, we can, I can say my thing and then we're done with that topic. Okay, fine. Um, but the, the, <laughs> the last two things are Nancy Pelosi steps down from democratic leadership and world mm. population reaches 8 billion. Yes. It's a lot to unpack. The um, only article I saw about that population thing was someone being like, the world is now at 8 billion. Soon we'll hit a decline. We won't be able to reverse. I was like, okay, capitalist good. freaks, calm the fuck well, down. Well, that's what I said. I was talking about it with mum. Um, and I was like, yeah, we hit 8 billion the other day. And she was like, geez. And I was like, yeah. But the good thing is the um, models are showing that the models are showing Gigi Hadid's like the, <laughs> the, model, the models are showing that um, the the by the end of the century. Procreation, what's that called? Birthright. Procreation. <laughs> I feel like a Christian. <laughs> um, the birthrate is slowly declining. Mm-hmm. And by like 2053 or something, mm-hmm. it will have slowed down to like a manageable rate. Yeah, well, we're not supposed to hit 10 billion until basically 2050 now, which is pretty slow considering in 2005 it was 5 billion and now we're at 8. Um, yeah, so we're not supposed to hit 10 billion until 2050 and then, yeah, by the end of the turn of the century, we will our population will be declining. So, Lord. I know, fucking finally. I mean, actually, just as a side note, interestingly, because I've been talking about it so much recently, a large reason, I mean, obviously a lot of people don't want to have kids these days because they can't afford them, but also a huge reason why the birth rate is declining is because so many women are infertile now. Oh, from the pill and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, general, yeah. But, like, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I know. And also just because people don't want to have kids born to this world. No, exactly. I feel like. Disgusting. Everyone's self-aware now. <laughs> a little, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, anyway, moving on from that bad news. <laughs> so from that bad news to the Ellen Pompeo leaving Grey's Anatomy news. Yes. Um, as someone who's watched it until last season. Okay. And the only reason I didn't watch the season before last is because it was the COVID season and we were in the middle of COVID and I didn't want to be watching COVID so stuff. So fair. In the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're still in COVID, but whatever. Um, uh, I my my personal take on her leaving and the show ending and and all of this stuff is that I think she probably should have left the show four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. But my hot take is that I think Grey's Anatomy should have ended as a show. It's season ten. No, at season like fifteen or whatever. It's still good. Like the show itself is still good. It's just like an ensemble cast now, so it's not even really about. I feel like the thing is that when you get to a point like this, like you almost, no. I know because it's important. (sighs) Fine. And then you can voice, I think it should have ended (laughs) and they should have launched a spinoff. Yeah. More of a sequel series, I would say, that followed a lot of that ensemble cast and some new interns and stuff and kind of brought it back to its roots of following the interns. um, The interns, the... Yeah, the new people. Yeah. The res- um, surgical residents are the res- they called. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it should have had a sequel series called like Memorial Great, whatever it is, you know. No, I totally Santa agree. Grace, because West. what oh. I was going Grace to say Memorial. was that when you get to a point, when you get to this point, it actually puts people off from starting from the beginning. It, like you, people mm. don't 
start the show because they're like, I'm not going to watch 20 fucking seasons. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would agree with that usually, but I feel like now um, that point's kind of irrelevant because of COVID. Because in 2020 and 2021, all these old shows or shows that had 20 seasons, suddenly people had the time to watch the backlog. I mean, I guess that's true, but we're so out like, of COVID If you now. look it up and stuff, there's like a whole new millions of fans of Grey's Anatomy who are just getting into it, you know? Same as like Survivor, mm, stuff like that. Interesting. Well, Amazon is just about to put the whole backlog of um, Neighbours on and they're going to start the that's new season again. That's a that I have on there, the for later. Oh, okay. Well, bro, we have 15 minutes left. <laughs> 15 minutes. Um, okay, my, well, my first thing, which is small, which wasn't one of my things... Chris Hemsworth, did you see? He's okay, just the Alzheimer's gene. Yeah, yeah. So he and he said he's going to take a step back from acting. He's going to take a bit of a break, which is very sad for him. Yeah, just. But then I read that like culture news. That's not farting. That's my phone case. Thanks for pointing um, it out. The the, the 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 he um is fine. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. And like should be for a long while. Yes. And like, hopefully, the chances of him getting actual Alzheimer's quite low. They're like, they're still low, but higher than normal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think that the the real point is that he's taking time off to spend time with his family, which I don't think he's done since Marvel. No, I don't think so either. Um, so I I do think it's probably good for him. Anyway, I'm finding out right? how much of an actual increased risk he has. It's really uh, light. <laughs> well, I think it's really interesting. Um, Do you ever get fluff on your like phone camera from your pockets? Girls don't have pockets. Never mind. Iconic. <laughs> um, oh goodness, why doesn't it say? It keeps saying how likely you are to even have the gene, but it doesn't say how much increased risk. I mean, look, I feel like if he's only just found out. I can totally understand. You just told me to hurry up, and now you're spending minutes. No, I'm sorry, I can't see it on there. I really thought it was just going <laughs> to immediately pop up. Um, um, yeah, I feel like I can really understand why. Like, yeah, if he's just found out, I can understand why he'd be like, "Oh, I'm just going to take a break because I feel like it'll take him a little bit of time to come to terms yeah. with all of it." Totes. Particularly, it's really funny actually how like I've seen like some videos. Of people, and they're like, but this doesn't mean he's gonna get it. Why does he need to take a break from acting? I'm like, um, maybe just have some sympathy for a second. Just sit back and take a think about what that kind of news is like. Yeah, of course, it doesn't mean he has it, right? I know healthy ways of coping. My God, can't imagine. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, interesting news. We wish him the best. We do health. Mm -hmm. Um. We can talk about Taylor in a sec. Okay. Grinder is officially on the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's now makes enough profit and is big enough that iconic um, can be publicly traded. Wow. Which is which is hilarious. That is iconic. Good on them. Capitalist gaze. Perfect. Love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> Talking of capitalists. Okay. Taylor. Elon Musk. Oh. <laughs> Um, Taylor, sweetie, I'm so sorry. That's really awkward. 
Rockies. That is really awkward. But you know what? First we criticised her tour name and now we're calling her Elon. The thing is, is that I think she should take this into consideration. <laughs> Iconic. Um, well, see, the, the thing with calling Taylor Swift a capitalist is I feel like she would cop to it. Oh, sure. Because of the amount, like, her having four albums to make a clock and to sell the clock thing was no, a capitalist move through and through. She could have done just a, a, a clock piece that fit on a single vinyl, mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of thing. Um, no, absolutely. I also think it was a little bit um, contributes to more records sold, which means more records Oh, no, that's broken. exactly what it was. Yeah. It was that and, yeah. And money, yeah. It was absolutely for the records. Um but yeah, so look, Taylor, I think it's been really interesting watching the backlog. Wait, context, do you explain what's happening? There's a tour. So basically, um, Taylor Swift announced her tour. Before tickets even went on pre-sale, she announced an extra 17 shows. There's like a ton. She's going from literally like, I think late February, early March to like September. Yeah. There's and that's like 50, just the US. 50-something shows, yeah. That's just the US. And um, basically she partnered up with, like, Ticketmaster, which, I mean, you have to, to partner up with someone to yeah, sell Yeah, in tickets. the US, it's like the only um, ticket seller. Yeah, and in the US, Ticketmaster and Live Nation, the two major ticket retail mm-hmm. companies, um, merged in the 90s yes. and now have a monopoly, essentially. Um, so you kind of have to go with them, otherwise you're not going to sell tickets. And they also own half of the concert venues in America or something. Back. So if you want to perform it at any of them, you have to go through them. Interesting. Um, but basically, she's she's um, selling her tickets through there, and, and for anyone who bought an album or signed up for the pre-sale as a Taylor Swift fan, mm-hmm. got access to Swift Ticks. Yes. Which was essentially just a pre-sale code for yes. Midnight's tour tickets. Um, and come Wednesday the 15th of November... Mm-hmm. Chaos reigns. Yeah, chaos reigns. <laughs> Basically, it was a mess. The the it website broke. The well, Ticketmaster claimed that there were like more than three billion people trying to access the site, but that fucking mass doesn't add up for me. <laughs> nine billion. Nine million. Did they? What? What? I swear to God. Okay, that's fair. I believe you. It was nine. Basically, okay. So they said they had nine million people trying to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this is nine million people who had. Swift ticks pre-sale access. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think the math is mathing. <laughs> so typically for no, pre-sale tickets, they would maybe do like, what, 20% of the tickets? Yeah. Uh, and then on the general on sale the next day, they would, or two days later, it was meant to be like the Visa MasterCard pre-sale the day yeah. after. Uh, basically on sale is when most of the tickets would go through. Um, but basically they had 9 million people sign up for Swift Ticks pre-sale codes, Mm -hmm. knowing full well that they only had... Way less than that. Well, okay, for context, the Ticketmaster CEO said that the 9 million people that tried to get tickets would have filled 900 stadiums. Well, yeah, so this is the thing. So I saw someone else doing the maths and they were like, the 2.5 million tickets that Taylor said has been sold because she's made a, an announcement today on Instagram, that is all the tickets that there actually would be. They were like, they did the maths of the stadium. They like, literally, that's it. No, they, yes, they basically ended up having to allocate 
literally the entire yes every other pre-sale and the general on sale to the swift ticks wednesday pre-sale yes yes which is one a massive no-no mm-hmm. and two i feel like they've just burned some business bridges because the visa mastercard pre-sale is the next day i mean i'd like to think that's true but i highly doubt it considering they're a monopoly yeah true but but so basically yeah people are saying how was this not better organized how is it that scalpers were getting tickets yeah. and then selling tickets in the mosh pit for literally $12,000? Bro, okay, they did um, – they actually did dynamic pricing, which would have been approved by Taylor on Ticketmaster, oh. which means those tickets that, by the way – They some weren't scalper tickets, tickets. They were not scalper tickets. Oh. Some of those tickets were going for $90,000, and that was through Ticketmaster just because they were in such high demand. How was there not – how is a how limit. is that possible? I know that's crazy. That's crazy, it's fucking insane. See, I was about to say that. Um, I mean, I'm sure scalpers still have done that yeah, yeah, yeah. and are selling them for insane yeah, prices. Yeah. But, but that's oh, I didn't realize that. That's yeah. even worse. Well, this is one of the major reasons why people are really upset with Taylor is because dynamic pricing is something that an artist can opt in or out of. Yeah. So she has to have signed her and her team have to have signed off on that happening, and so people are like. Sorry, you're gonna let people pay ninety thousand dollars for a ticket? Like, yeah. Why would she not think that through? I know, I know. Unless the modeling they gave her for demand was showing, you know, eight thousand dollar tickets. Very not ninety thousand dollar tickets. Very, very I mean to be fair, the ninety thousand I've only seen in one instance. There are a couple instances where I've seen fifty thousand dollar tickets. I don't know if that's like at every single stadium across the country ended up having tens of thousands of dollars for one single ticket, but that is some instances that has happened. Um Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean again, on the on the announcement on like the 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 thing that Taylor well, released uh, she, on Instagram. It took her three days to put out a statement. I know, the statement, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> it did take her three days. And yeah. on, on that statement that she finally raised, she didn't take any responsibility. She basically just said, I'm really pissed off at Ticketmaster. Yeah. They assured me they could handle it. Yes. So basically she was addressing the fact that the website broke and everyone had to reline up the tickets. Yeah. But she's not addressing the fact that, what I, what I now know, I guess, she was willing to let her fans pay exorbitant amounts of money. Well, again, that's why everyone's so... Exploitative amounts of money. It's really... After getting them to buy four vinyls and four CDs. Yeah. I... I, I, Because I was conflicted on this in the first place when Mm. I thought it was scalpers doing that. Yeah. But now that I have new knowledge, I'm like, oh, God. Because my original thought process was this is mostly on Ticketmaster for not being able to handle it, knowing that they had pre-sale... They'd given out pre-sale codes to 9 million people now yeah. They could only fill yeah. 2.5 million seats. Yes. For the entire tour. I thought that was on Ticketmaster and that um I just felt bad for everyone involved that that you know so many Taylor Swift fans were missing yeah. out in yes. such a, a brutal way. Yeah. Um and then I was like and you know the the ticket prices if they're like a few hundred dollars for the base base seating, basic mm. seating. Whatever, we know Taylor's a capitalist. We know that yeah. and as her fans, I know that uh we're willing to pay for what she wants to sell. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's yeah. she's got $45 Christmas ornaments out at the moment, and there's like 15 of them, and people are buying all of them. Oh, my God. Like a 1000 bucks on Christmas ornaments, oh Taylor Swift God. ones. And I'm like, even that's still okay, because I'm like... Yeah, that's a choice. It's kind of her relationship with her fans is that she knows 
she wants to give them opportunity to have all this stuff and she wants them to have that experience of yeah. of having the opportunity to buy all this stuff. Um, well, I think specifically when you think about stuff like that. And the fans like are willing that, to pay. Well, this is the so thing. So it's not really is that an issue. It's, that's not – I'm not personally going to buy Christmas ornaments and yeah. four records because I just don't want to spend my money yeah. on that. But other people who do, like, you do you, I guess, you know. Yeah, and it's good that she gives that – opportunity i guess because that's the kind of that's the i don't know if i would say good personally i'm just like you know what i mean it's It's like it's it's for the fans that want to which is a lot of them they have the opportunity to to yeah it exists as an option um but no this dynamic pricing thing that alone i think is pretty damning yeah well this yeah i'm kind of shocked she didn't acknowledge that it's really not great it's really not great. Um, again, which is why I think people are pretty understandably pissed off about the whole thing, um, specifically at Taylor, because I think, you know, at first there was a lot of people well, being yeah. like, oh, Ticketmaster, they've done the wrong thing. And then everyone's been like, oh, no, wait a second. Well, that's Taylor did some fucked up things yeah. in the process here. Because I, ha- I had a question written down, and that was because I saw heaps and heaps of Taylor Swift fans on TikTok and Twitter um, basically – being like, hey, as like a diehard Swifty who will purchase the fifteen ball balls that cost forty dollars each, it feels really shitty when the person that you admire so much is just treating you like a wallet. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, Taylor Swift has such an intense parasocial relationship with her fans and it's because she encu- like actively encourages it mm. her relationship with her fans she's like she makes it out as if they're right or die but the reality of the situation is they're not friends mm. taylor this is her job is to make songs and make money from it um so of course she's going to do whatever she wants to do in order to make as much money as she can like i th- i think there's like a really like is it shit Obviously, it's shit, but she doesn't actually. It's not her job to make sure that all of her fans can come to her shows because if that was the case, then she could just do them for free in a mall. You know what I mean? She's not going to do that. I mean, yeah, I mostly agree with that, but I would also say that as an artist, she has a level of of um, she needs to have a level of respect for the people who have given her the career. I totally agree with that, to be honest. I actually really do agree with that, but I, do, I feel like that's almost like a like in an ideal world type of thing. It's like we want our artists to have respect for us, but I mean, why would they, you know? Like why would they not I mean, just make money? I mean, she does go off in the press about how she's grateful for her fans because they're the ones, that's the only reason she's even able to have a singing career is because of her fans kind of thing. Yeah. I guess I'm kind of like... Well, it almost doesn't really I've match never, up. I've never really seen, I will say, stan, stan culture. I've never seen standums critique their idol in this way. Like, I've never seen anyone have, like, a reasonable mm. discussion about what's happening. Yeah. Like, with Nicki Minaj, if she was talking about the vaccines the barbs were going crazy defending her and saying all this stuff. And usually with Taylor, it's the same. Yeah. But in this one instance, I don't think I've ever seen fans upset and hurt. I think people have been really pissed off um, already because of the the vinyl situation with the selling the four vinyls and all of the multiple 
announcements of... I did see people were a little upset that they purchased Midnight's yeah. all four vinyls and then found out that there was a second edition. Yes. The 3am edition. Yeah. That they'd have to purchase again. Um. Anyway, mm. we have to move on in conversation. But look, it's super fucked up. I do not, absolutely do not think should, this should have happened. I absolutely think she should have had more respect for her fans and opted out of dynamic pricing I think that's at just the absolute it. fucking least. Yeah, I think um, that's just it, is if she had have opted out at dynamic pricing. But Even, I also understand that just because I think that doesn't mean that's actually the type of person she is. You know? No, I don't agree yeah. with that. I think that <laughs> there was no situation in which dynamic pricing was ever going to work for an artist this big. Um no, and I, I, I do think it does still fall on Ticketmaster, ticket a lot of it, um, that she, they should have seen 9 million people yeah. wanting to get 2.5 million tickets yeah, and said, hey, the dynamic pricing is going to be $90,000. Yeah. Should no, we limit sure. it? Should we turn for it sure. off? So I think it's shared blame, but I think on, on, a, on an emotional level, it hurts for the Taylor fans. Yeah. That Taylor kind of didn't look out for them in this situation. Yes, that's fair. Uh, and then in every other way, it's kind of Ticketmaster's fault and they're fucking idiots. That's fair. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. The one optional thing about this was the dynamic pricing option and that was a yeah. decision. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Anyway. So we don't get cancelled by Swifty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's been a retraction. <laughs> yeah. It's now being claimed that Taylor didn't allow for dynamic pricing. So disregard anything for the past 10 minutes of what we just said. About dynamic pricing. We still believe that about dynamic pricing, just not that Taylor did it because she didn't, right? Yeah. I mean, if she actually didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. We're still, like, literally the Department of Justice is investigating. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so My God. We will find out, but for now out. it seems like she didn't allow dynamic pricing. Um, it was just all fucked up, the system and everything. Anyway. There's definitely chili flakes on here. <laughs> Interesting. Elon Musk. I don't really have anything to say. I mean, aside from apparently we're about to witness the downfall of Twitter in real time, which I'm excited to see. So, yeah. Well, just this morning he reinstated. Oh, did he? All like the most controversial Twitter ones. And I turned like, so like Jordan Peterson's and um, Donald Trump's. What's the Andrew Tate? Mm. They all got reinstated on Twitter. Whack. Uh, and he's announced that no longer will they be like, will they be like stopping and deleting harassment and stuff? Interesting. Um, he's Maybe basically he's... said. The new Twitter rule going forward is free speech, but not reach speech. The fuck does that mean? Essentially, it means, hey, you can call any gay person pasting a picture with their partner a faggot or tell them to kill themselves, faggot, die, bitch, uh, and we won't delete it. You're allowed to say that. That's all good and all good and well. But we'll put it at the bottom of the stack of uh, replies. Whack. So if there's three replies, they get put in third place instead of first. Wild. So basically they're just Everyone making Everyone go it, and bully Elon Musk is what I'm hearing. They're just making it, uh, what did they say? They said de, deprioritizing, deprioritizing mm. hate speech and stuff. And I'm like, so for the people who post for their family and friends yeah. a photo of them and their boyfriend. Yeah. There's like three comments. Yeah. And one of them's still going to be hate and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's pretty fucked up. It is pretty fucked up. Um, I... Really, really hope that Twitter's days are numbered for a variety of reasons. I don't know how realistic it is that that's the case just because it's a social media platform and Elon Musk is one of the richest men in the world. I absolutely can see him getting bailed out in this situation, yeah. getting bailed out. Um, no, totally. I think that there's going to be a couple of days maybe where it's out. Yeah. 
for a few hours, but I don't think it's going to actually collapse or shut down. Um, I really, really hope so. I think there will be some kind of takeover. Oh, absolutely. There's no way. And Elon Musk is personally liable for $25 billion in loans. There is absolutely no way that that man is going to have to declare bankruptcy, even with that amount of money. Like, it's just it's just not going to happen. He absolutely is going to get bailed out. So, anyway, that sucks Stupid. for the rest of us. Um, what was the other thing? Trump, but I have nothing to say about that. Yeah, fuck him. The one shining light of that whole situation was the New York Post doing the <laughs> making their announcement by saying <laughs> on the bottom of their front page, Florida man makes announcement oh, yeah. as a poster. I know, so fucking funny that shit and that's lit one of, me up inside. It's inside a knowledge that he reads like four papers yeah. a day. And that's that is them, the, which is yeah, hilarious. fucking fantastic. Good on you, New York Post. Um, okay, my other thing that's just happened a few hours ago. Oh, God. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles have reportedly oh, yeah, broken up. <laughs> I saw that. Truly. I mean, speaking of numbered days, they were kind of, I feel like there was an always, always an expiration date. Absolutely. I think the timing of it, though, is so fucking funny. It really makes it seem like it was a PR relationship, this timing. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, totally. Like it really, really does, which is. Yeah, it's giving Sean and Camilla. It really, really is. We're not going to break up until you make Senorita number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Mm, yeah. Vibes. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we'll keep a lookout on that story. <laughs> yeah, I guess, we'll, I guess we'll keep a lookout on that story. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of deeper topics that we'll just save for next time. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, have you ever seen the movie Clue? No. From like the 80s? No. Um, it's basically, it was based on the board game Cluedo. Okay. We call it Cluedo here in America. It's Clue. Um, really? It's really it's like a it's like a mystery comedy murder mystery. That's a vibe. And it's really really great. Okay. It's so silly and fun and great. And I think you should watch it. I think you'll like it. Is that um, the whole thing? That's the whole thing. I oh, just wanted to recommend. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's getting a remake. <laughs> no. Oh well, it is. Ryan Reynolds oh. is doing a remake. But there you go. Huh? I don't know how that could be like five years away. That's fair. Um, the Which one's other. That? Uh, I understand. He's Deadpool. I remembered. <laughs> well, you said which is that? I which didn't realize you know, yeah. Ryan. Yeah, that's iconic. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you mentioned like yeah, Neighbors is coming back. Yes, uh, I guess. And it's they're doing a new, like yeah, they've renewed it. They're rebooting it. They're, yeah. Well, they're not. Re- Can you call it a reboot if it's been less than twelve months? No, it's just a new season. <laughs> like it's literally coming back on TV within twelve months of its cancellation. Yeah. Um, it's which is kind of a power loss. move. I I I, I want to say like. This is such a wild and weird move of Amazon. Uh, but I'm, I kind of love it. It is odd, I but, like, of, it's a vibe. Right? I kind of love the fact that they're they're, they're investing mm. in this niche Australian soap opera that's yeah. been on for 30 years. I think yeah. that's kind of hilarious. It and is iconic. kind of hilarious. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I don't know. There's something um, heartwarming about that, which is not something I can say about Bezos often. That's really fair. Does that make sense? It absolutely does make sense. It's just so random. It's so random. Absolutely, Amazon had a bigger budget, and they were like, hmm, how do we yeah. spend this money? I know. This Australian yeah. show was on air for 30 years. That seems safe. It was, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. Um, and I'm happy for all the people who get their get, jobs back. Get their jobs back. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I've got my What the Fuck of the Week ready. Oh, my God. Okay. 
I don't, but okay. Go. My what the fuck of the week this week is an actual what the fuck of the week. I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't you listen to me six weeks ago? If you will recall, about a month before the release of the TV show, The Bastard Son and the Devil Himself. Ah, yes. Um, based on the book trilogy, the half bad book trilogy. Going. Yes. I went on a rant on this TV show saying, I love this book trilogy so much, and I think this TV show looks great, and I'm excited for it, and I can't wait. The casting's awesome. Fucking fuck yeah. And I was so excited. And then I said, but they've changed the name from Half Bad to The Bastard Son, Ampersand, The Devil Himself. (laughs) And I had issues with this because I thought, one, it makes it hard to search for on Netflix. Yes. Two, it makes it hard to advertise publicly because it has profanity in the title. Three, you can't hashtag it because it has an ampersand, so people aren't going to know whether they should be doing hashtag the bastard son, hashtag the devil himself, or hashtag the bastard son and, and the word, yeah. dead the devil himself. Um, and I and I think it's a bad move, and, and I think it's misrepresentative, and that was three weeks before the show came out. Mm-hmm. It's now three weeks since the show released. Mm-hmm. And they've changed the and name. And two days ago, they fucking changed the name. <laughs> yeah. To half bad, the bastard son of the devil himself. (laughs) And I'm like, and the worst part is the show's fucking amazing. Yeah. The show's really, really fucking good. It's really, it's a bit awkward. And I'm like. It's a bad move. It's Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey again. Yeah. No, it's a bad move. It's a really bad move. It's a good product, but the title just fucked it over completely. Yeah. Um. And I and I'm I'm just really disappointed because they're trying to rebrand it almost a month after release. Yeah, and I'm like, it's too late. If you had have just done it before release, we would at least have gotten some more marketing. Yeah, no, it's a bad move. Um, and I just I love the show so much, and I'm so sad. My only like hope is that because this is a Netflix UK production, mm-hmm. their standards for renewal aren't as high as the Netflix US. That's fair productions. So they don't have to have Stranger Things and Squid Game levels yeah, of oof. viewing hours. They just have to have Heartstopper viewing yeah. viewing levels because the budget's also lower. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's enough viewership and a low enough budget that I can get two more seasons because I really, really love it. That's fair. And it's not on the actors and creatives. So fair. That they fucked up the marketing. Absolutely correct. But I, I my that's whole what the fuck of the week is just me saying. They should have listened to me earlier. (laughs) I told you so. Okay, my what the fuck of the week is yesterday we were in our group chat, me, Nicholas, and Chelsea. Nicholas says, tomorrow, everyone, when I see you in person, which is now today as we were recording, I want to see your screen time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I said, okay. Took a screenshot, sent it. Nicholas said. So stop there. No. You've You've already disregarded what I said. I said, tomorrow when I see you, I want to see your screen oh time. Oh, my God. And okay, what did she fine. do? She I immediately sent it. I was like, I don't care. I have nothing to hide. It's because Nicholas was like, I'm embarrassed about how much time I spend on TikTok. I was like, yeah, that's embarrassing for you. But I only spend two hours a week or four hours with both phones, and I do it for work. And then I was like, though, to be fair, I spent eight hours on AO3 this week. So, you know. Correct. I said, hold us for a second. <laughs> Send the whole report. I I. You did not. I just screened yes, it and I sent said, it. No. You say, you know, you did say you have two phones. Anyway. No, and I said. Star- oh, my God. Stop interrupting no, me. No, because <laughs> you sent just the just the TikTok stuff. And I said, ma'am. That's a lie. That's because you spend all your time on Archive oh. of Our Own, Discord, and Tumblr. Yeah, and that's you true. said, false. Here's my proof. 
I was only correct about Archive of Our Own. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. And Absolutely was all correct. that happened. Anyway, long story short, I said, Nicholas, send me yours. I want to see. And he said, no. <laughs> I said, no. I said, Chelsea, send yours. And she said, no. No. I was like. We're following the rules. What the fuck? I stand by it. I'll show it to you later today when we're all together. <laughs> That's a lie. That's not a lie. You are not going to show. I'll, I'll report back next do week. I, do I plan on disclosing that to the public? No. Well, I Because will. that's what we call embarrassing. <laughs> and that's what we call, there's a reason why my fingers hurt sometimes. I won't share, but I, if you don't tell me what your screen time is, I absolutely am going to publicly shame you next week. I'm okay with that. Okay. That's all, yeah, I'm happy to do that. So. Just because you broke the rules. Oh, my God. I'm sorry that I was just so willing to share everything I do with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a man, you would send dick pics without asking. I probably would. I'd be like, what? <laughs> it's all about the love, man. I just wanted you to make sure, like, know that I was into you. I absolutely. You did this to me. You made me hard. I absolutely have sent titty pics to people without them asking. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the and I did sue her. <laughs> Obviously. I was scarred. <laughs> All right, hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of What the <laughs> Fuck is Happening, the podcast, a review episode where I have Chelsea, fuck Nicholas. Fuck Nicholas. <laughs> I'm sorry, we love you Nicholas. We do like, in theory, love you, but tonight we ditched you and we went and saw <laughs> Black Adam. Um, and it was so bad that I said to Chelsea, please may we spend 10 minutes just talking shit about this movie and she said... Yes. yes. Well, we have to. <laughs> we really, wow. Yeah. In the same really way do. that Black Panther was so good, we had no notes. Yeah. This was so bad, we have many notes. <laughs> and then we need them to be heard. Oh, do we need them to be heard? Okay. So literally, let's just go straight, straight into it. Let's start with, okay, I want to say, as I said to you in the car, I have exactly one thing that I liked about the movie. Yep. Everything else was shit. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing that I vibed with, oh, obviously, as always, major spoilers for the film. So big spoilers, but save yourself the time. Yeah, really <laughs> true. Just listen to us talk about it for 10 minutes. Don't waste two hours. Um, yeah. Okay. One thing I liked about the film, I kind of vibed with Black Adam's characterization. I was kind of vibing with a more morally gray superhero. It was not nuanced at all. No. Like, they didn't do it well. No. And... Like they've, I feel like they've delved a lot more into morally grey and, you know, mm. like focusing on how the collateral damage and all of that mm. that superheroes create. Mm-hmm. This was just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was very on the nose. Yes, like I vibed with the concept, and as I said to you in the car, I was like, yeah, him just killing men to protect this one lady, hot, sexy, that, sexy. That was sexy. Yeah. Um, you know, but. The rest of it, I don't know. Like, it was just straight up. They were like, oh, sometimes is heroes have got to do bad things. Or I, like, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what the message was. I, um, no one learnt anything. No. Um, no. Uh, As yeah. Chelsea said, she was like, wow, I love how much of a character arc there was in that yeah. movie. That was sarcasm, by the way, for those of you who couldn't pick that up. Yeah, because they the what are, what were they the Justice Society? <laughs> stop it! Came in and were like, Black Adam, you got to stop killing people. And he was like, No. And they were like, 
mm, I don't like that. <laughs> Literally. And then nothing changed. Literally, that was <laughs> Until, how the movie ended. Yeah, the movie ended with them being like, okay, but just try to kill as least of people as possible. Mm, literally. <laughs> literally. I mean, I feel like the closest they came to having something to say was they were kind of like, you're not from our country. Well, Black Adam and the lady being like, you're not from our country. You don't get to come in and make decisions about what we do with our politics or whatever. Yeah, I was like super excited for them to delve right? into that because they, the the Justice Society <laughs> came in to stop Black Adam mm. when Black Adam was the one that was defending the country mm-hmm. from the, what was it? The, the fucking intergang? Like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> kind of idiot name is that? But sorry, I'm moving on. The militia that was controlling their, yeah. their country and mm. they were like, Bruh, you you haven't saved us for the past yeah. twenty seven years, yeah. and now now this boy's coming in, and just because he's killing people, you're sending like four superheroes yeah. out to stop him. Yeah, yeah. Just like, mm, no, fuck off, goodbye. Literally, that was an interesting five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I was really hoping that they were going to go into that, and you know that the mm. the Justice Society was going to reflect on right that right you know the era of their ways. Yeah. <laughs> But no, nobody learned anything. Nobody <laughs> learned anything. They literally all just kind of gave up in the end. Yeah. Um, okay, another note because, you know, literally, notes. yeah, <laughs> notes. Um, 95% of this movie was action. Yes. 5% was like something slow and reflective reflective everything else was like hardcore things melting buildings falling people punching it was like i need to breathe up <laughs> yeah no the when like um black adam first appeared in the the scene in the tomb or whatever mm. and then proceeded to take out mm. all of this i was like wow this balance is getting really fucking gratuitous yeah and then it didn't stop the whole movie <laughs> it just did not stop as soon as so okay when they're in the tomb opening yeah. sequence they're in the tomb black adam appears i was it was cool there was action i was yeah. like okay cool. cool we're setting up the movie yeah we move out of the tomb I was like, okay, what's happening now? More action is the answer. Then he just destroyed a whole army of people. I was like, okay, we need to stop five minutes ago. Why was the army even coming Um, there? They didn't know that Black Adam was going to show up. As far as they were aware, there was four researchers. One of them was a mole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That were coming to, to get a crown and they'd already sent in like, Eight armed people, <laughs> ten armed people. Yeah. Surely that would have been fine. Mm. But no, all of a sudden there's this giant army oh, yeah. that they've called for whatever reason. I mean, whose army even is it? Was it the bad dude, Ishmael, or was it the actual army? Was Ishmael and the Intergang working together? I think what? Ishmael and Intergang were working together. I just don't understand. That wasn't made very clear. <laughs> <laughs> Why? There was the army there in the first place. Like, what what were they doing there? What were they doing there? What was... I mean, that just really sums up the whole movie, doesn't it? What were they doing there? What was... The same thing when um, they were all trying to come up with a plan and then Black Adam went off on his own. Oh, my God. And he, like, zoomed past, zoomed past all of this, like, security. Oh, my God, this this is so fucking funny. straight into this building and stuff like that and he's destroying shit left, right and centre and it's, like, a whole, like, ten-second... Yeah, montage. montage. Um, 
while the rest of his crewmates are up in, in the, the plane. plane. Like, <laughs> after he'd, like, Sonic flew yeah. for, like, a solid... <laughs> Ten Fuck. second period, and then he's like at the main like boss fight or mm-hmm. whatever, standing there, and then all of a sudden everyone just shows up behind him. Everyone just and arrives. I'm just like, how did they get there? <laughs> Where did they land? How Where did they, did get they come in? from? Where's the fucking plane? How did this take like all of <sighs> five seconds after he got there? I'm getting past the point of confusion and I'm now into like the acceptance stage of my grief where I'm like, I just, wow. How did he know English? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. Um, okay, the only thing that I could think about this is because when he reverted, oh, by the way, major ripoff off of Shazam. Yeah. It's like literally the exact same movie, just really dark and with way too much action. Um, But when he like went back to his normal body, his teeny tiny body, yeah. which was also very funny. Um, <laughs> and he started speaking his native language. I was like, oh, maybe the Shazam man gives him the power to understand English or something. I don't know. That was well, the closest I got to I don't to know, because he was that. speaking his, like, native language up until the point when he was in the bedroom with that kid and he was so like, true. move. Because so I was like, oh, okay, so there's going to be this whole, like. Language ec- barrier. Like, yeah, language barrier or he's going to, like put a translator on yeah. or something or some no. like rudimentary English or something, but no, no, just no. straight off the bat. Fluent. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> oh, it had so many plot holes that I physically, like we physically cannot no. No. cover them all. Cannot. Like, oh God. Okay. So what are the things I hated? Characterization. Terrible. Terrible. Dialogue. Horrific acting. Oh my god, oh. Pierce Brosnan, what the fuck? Yeah, what were you doing, bud? <laughs> in the Justice Society? Oh my god. The Justice Society needs you. <laughs> they can't live without you. Stop. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh. And he's stupid. Like, as you said, what the fuck but were his powers? What were his powers. What what prisms. That's the only yeah. way I can describe it. Prisms. He was Doctor Strange, but bad. But bad. <laughs> but like not entirely clear on yeah. what he does. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Weird. The other characters, stupid. That's a lie. I kind of vibed with Cyclone. I was Me too. her makeup, sexy, hot, so hot. Her, her, her whole vibe was hot. Her whole vibe was um, hot. I kind of feel like she got ripped off with the name Cyclone, though. I don't really feel like it's aptly descriptive of what she does. That's really fair. Um. I mean, honestly, all of the secondary characters in this movie were majorly ripped off. It was yeah. like what. Half of them, it was kind of like, what are you doing here? Yeah, Adam Smasher just kept, like, towing the line of just becoming cringy. Yeah, yes, major ick vibes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And when they all kind of introduced this whole Justice Society thing, I was like, what the fuck is this movie about? Yeah. Like, why genuinely did it have, like, five different plots, you know? But also... None of them done well. The whole movie could have happened without them. (sighs) So... True. It just like, kind of like fleshed out have. the middle bit. Yeah, that's it about was, it. It was. Have <laughs> <it was, laughs> you seen that TikTok? You know that dude, and it's a dude and a wife, and they watch movies, and he like pauses the movie when he has something to shout about. 
No. Okay, oh my God, they're fucking iconic. But recently I, he, they were watching Fifty Shades of Grey. Ooh. The wife had seen it and she videos her husband mm-hmm. as he like has these raw reactions. Anyway, and one point, I can't remember. Oh, that's a lie. It was the last movie when the helicopter crashes and then suddenly he just arrives back in the apartment. Oh, yeah. And the dude pauses the video and he's like, is this a movie or is it just a collection of thoughts? <laughs> and that's what this film yeah. felt like. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like thinking, I'm like, he could have had – it was it was hardly what I would call a realization, oh, but more of a change from like true neutral to <laughs> yeah, like oh maybe I should help these people out <laughs> literally with the lady literally. <laughs> he didn't need the justice society oh to come in he and just not. straight up do nothing. He absolutely did not. They added nothing to the film. In fact, I actually think. They were of a detriment yeah. to the film. Like, I think they made it worse. I honestly think it would have been a lot more compelling without them in it. I really think so, too. Like, again, the closest the film came to being interesting was when they came in and we had started this interesting discussion about, you know, yeah. foreign bodies coming in yeah. interfering with I was politics. Like, oh, yeah, cool. So we're going to get, like, real political. Yeah, this. right. This right. Fun. No. But then they dropped that. Yeah. So then it was kind of like, ew, get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the demon man. Like, yeah. oh, demon daddy. <laughs> demon daddy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Iconic. Okay. Pierce Brosnan was shit. Shockingly. Well, everyone was shit, but Pierce yeah. Brosnan. Partic- As I said before, I felt nothing towards any of the characters. No, literally. They tried to make, like, Pierce Brosnan's character's death. Bro, the way, the way they just drew that out, oh. the way it cut between Pierce Brosnan saying one word, good, and then cuts to the other man, no, yeah. bye, <laughs> stop, don't die. And then it, it cuts to <laughs> him Friend. having this whole conversation with Black Adam while oh he's God. in the prison. And then, it's like, you know, he breaks him out of his cell and all that shit, but he doesn't take his mask off. I know. It was like you've gone <laughs> to all this effort and now he's going to drown in the ocean. Yeah, like, right? What? I was like, okay, and now we'll see the prisms undo the mask. Yeah. And yep. it was like, no, no, no. And nah. then he doesn't bother trying to take it off before jumping into a water, which <laughs> – had to have been like several hundred meters I, down. Literally, <laughs> as soon as he was out, I was like, he would have been crushed by the pressure by now. Yeah, and uh, well, and then he got and, halfway up, and then he was clearly drowning. And it's well, like, well, now he's floated to the top. Also, like his breathing tube was so deep. Yeah, quite deep. <laughs> like right. surely he hadn't been able to take in that much I oxygen know, beforehand I either. Know. Oh, my God. And then he was shot and he was in the water and then he finally got the mask off. I'm like, how did he Do summon that? the strength I, at that point in time? Literally. Well, because he almost, like, died immediately after. So it's like the 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 the, the order of events doesn't make any no, sense here. No, Um Yeah, and then he floated to the top um, and then he shazam. Which, you know, sure, whatever. <laughs> People are filled with all sorts of gases and floats. <laughs> But they, they're not – at that point, you, you're, good, you're done. You're yeah. gone for. Yeah. You're fucked. You're so, so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. What else? I feel like there were so many more things. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, so the only reason I was vaguely excited about this movie was because I had heard a rumour 
that Henry Cavill was going to have a cameo as Superman. <laughs> I was keen. Like, I didn't expect it to be, like, for him to be a main character or whatever. And I kind of was like, okay, it's probably going to be a post credit scene, yeah. but I want more. Yeah, or, like, at the end or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and so, I mean, it happened. It did happen. It, yeah. He showed up. He was there. At the end was- of those... Um, collection of thoughts and, <laughs> and look Henry Cavill my man one of the many loves of my life <laughs> um, I just like I get you know he's like I'm gonna come back as Superman I'm mm. gonna make a statement mm. I just really feel like he should have asked for more <laughs> yeah look like it it was a scene. It was a scene. It I, existed. I feel like maybe it wouldn't have been so bad if the film was better. I don't really know. Really fair. Because I feel like we've seen those kind of post credit scenes yeah. in like Marvel and stuff before where it's, it's just really been true. like, I'm back and I'm, it's I'm here to stay. Absolutely giving Harry Styles at the end of Eternals. Fair. <laughs> just like it was the, that exact same vibe. Yeah. But yeah. it was just, just. Yeah. It was just like, okay, cool. Good to know. Yeah. (laughs) As I said to Chelsea, it was like, okay, that 30 seconds absolutely did not make up for the other two hours of my life that I just lost. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. We were just at the end of that movie just laughing at every single thing that came on the screen. And I felt a bit bad because I felt like we were the only ones in the cinema who were actively hating our time there. Like everyone else was just kind of like neutral. Whereas we were like, please turn it off. <laughs> Stop. End our suffering. Like, God. <laughs> so at accurate. least it was, like, amusing me at the end. So true. So like, true. Wow. So true. I kind of vibed with the soundtrack. I will say that. There yeah, were moments where it was like, this is popping off. Other times it was like, okay, tone it down a little. This is hurting my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no complaints about the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dwayne Johnson actually didn't do too terribly i had some qualms going in about his acting yeah and like obviously he's not fucking oscar worthy but no. it wasn't bad no but i think that he does dwayne the rock johnson just yeah. in every movie yes well and i i find all of his other movies enjoyable yeah although he doesn't do anything different no the, the plot of the rest of the movies makes up for that and just incorporates him yeah. into it probably yes whereas i feel like he's just branched a little bit too far with this one <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work <laughs> so true the amount of like frowning or like ah, i was i was like oh sweetie maybe some new ones again it's mm. giving Oh, you're not going to get this reference, but it's giving Harry Styles in Don't Worry, Darling. (laughs) It's like just like flat the whole time. It's like not bad. You're doing fine, but maybe just a bit of up and down would have made the performance better. There were like a couple humorous moments that I think he pulled off better than any of the other humorous moments that were attempted during the movie. So fair. But still, it was not... Not the best. No. No. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel like I've exhausted like 95% of my complaints. Do you have any more? Because I'd be happy to keep (laughs) shitting on the film if we have something specific. Like, oh, so much was just going through. So much. But it was just, yeah, it was a lot to. It was. 
It was a lot. I think, again, something Chelsea and I said, I can't even remember if we've spoken about it now, um, was that I was kind of like, and I think you kind of had the same sentiment, which Mm. was if we hadn't just seen Black Panther and it had been like one of, in my opinion, one of my favourite superhero movies of all time. Yep. Like, would this have been as bad? Yeah, that is what I wonder because, like we said, we had heard nothing Mm. about the film Mm -hmm. and coming out of it we were like, how have we not heard how terrible Mm. this film is? Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone else in the the cinema seemed to be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think – I think a lot of, aside from how constant the action was, I think I probably could have forgiven a lot of the story stuff because I would have just been like, oh, it's a superhero movie. They don't have nuance. They don't have stories. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, now I'm like, but they can. <laughs> and they should. Well, I mean, I feel like they used to. They did. No, you're right. They That's used so to true. have nuance and so true. You know, oh my feelings God. and stuff. The but Winter it's just, Soldier? Life-changing. Yeah, it's just, like, aside from Black Panther, the rest of Phase 4, Marvel, almost anything that DC has produced has just kind of been at this same level of... You you just didn't try hard enough, guys. It is... I'm not sure what... So true. It's so true. And I think why it's so disappointing is it's kind of like, oh, Another money grab, yeah. you know? And I know that we all keep buying into it. I know we all keep spending our money and going to these superhero movies, but it's also kind of a bit like, well, I'm, you know, give me something back here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a two-way street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I, but I don't understand how. Like, the source mm. material is always great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the actors are normally pretty good. It's really true. <laughs> it's really true. Um, but uh, I honestly, it's, it it really a lot of its downfall is normally plot and dialogue, and it's just it's how really, have they not refined that? I know at this point. At this point, it actually um, I feel like something that I've noticed a lot. I can't believe we're getting deep. <laughs> um, but something I noticed a lot in the last, like, maybe five or so years, um, it's been happening for a while, but last five or so years I've really – it's I've noticed it a lot, is um, I really feel like writers don't really care about either, A, the source material or, B, their final product. And I don't know if that's because they're getting so much external pressure from studios or if they just can't find – writers who want to be turning books into films or whatever. But, like, if I think about the last few seasons of Game of Thrones, if I Mm. think about the 100, for example, or, um, yes, Black Adam today, or what was the other example I was just thinking of? It was something I can't remember now. (laughs) But it's kind of like, okay, the, the, the main consistent complaint across all of these things is the writers. It's like the, the, the writing of this movie was not where you would expect it to be considering the source material. Oh, The Witcher. That was my uh, other, yeah. other one. Yeah. Is the, the Apparently the writers, which we talked about in the last episode, the writers of The Witcher don't even like the source material. So it's like, what are they – why would you choose why, them Yeah, why, <laughs> why are you there? Surely uh, you can find some absolutely nerdy, like, fanfic writers that literally. totally – 
literally the source material and just want to create a oh world my God. from it. It's so, it is so true. And maybe that's why it's been so noticeable in the last five or whatever years is because if we turn to fic and you see people who do genuinely care about the source material who are creating stories that are fucking top tier, like some mm. of the fic I've read is better than like Stephanie Meyer, Um, but like genuine published books or genuine movies. So it's like we have that point of comparison now where we're like, okay, this bitch is doing it for free and they're doing it fucking well. You're getting paid how many millions of dollars and you made me sit through that shit for two hours? Like, Yeah, I just – I don't know what is happening with this breakdown of like whether maybe – I mean, you can't – I can't speak for the dialogue, but whether – you know, they're coming up with these elaborate plots and they're mm. having to get parts cut out and it's becoming incoherent and a collection of thoughts instead yeah. of a, like, continuous movie. But So it, that's actually a really very good point. That's probably pretty unfair of me to blame the writers when it's like there's a lot of steps between writing. I mean, I'm writing not saying and, that the writers could just be, like, bad. Like, well, surely you could... You've got to be able to work out a way to condense without cutting out That's, important chunks is really, of information. It is really, really, really true because, I mean, again, I know you haven't seen Don't Worry Darling, but, for example, when Nick and I walked out of that movie, we were immediately like, okay, the main issue here is that we can tell that a solid 20 minutes was cut from this film and it absolutely completely destroyed the plot. Like, those 20 minutes that were cut made the movie almost incomprehensible, yep. whereas if you'd added that 20, movie, 20 minutes back in, it would have been like a 9 out of 10 film, yep. right? So it's like what... Where did that happen? Down, at what point in the line did that happen? And yeah. Nick, Nick and said that apparently Warner Brothers have been like, they don't want any movies going um, to cinemas this year that are longer than two hours or like around that two hour mark. Okay. And it's like, sure. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I suppose you can't exactly tell how long something's going to take on well, paper. Well, you kind of can though because one minute is usually one page. So it's kind of like... Generally, that's a general rule. So if you're fucking like 100 pages over, you can probably make a pretty solid guess mm. that your movie's going to be too long. So it's like, cut it down from there. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, because you'd, you'd want to get it at that stage mm-hmm. so you're not just cutting out chunks. Mm-hmm. And but you can, like, redistribute the information across other scenes Absolutely. Of the movie. No, absolutely. Because what it – yeah, what it ends up doing is you they go – it goes to editing, shit gets cut, then they have to go, oh, okay, well, now we have to reshoot stuff, but that is always really messy, particularly if they have to reshoot large chunks of the film. And you can always tell in the final product – well, okay, 95% of the time you can tell in the final product that they've had to do major editing and reshoots. And it's like just – Cut out the middleman. <laughs> Let's just condense the original script a bit. I don't know. Look, all of this is true, but I can't say that it directly relates to Black Adam. I don't think yeah, that any <laughs> like much more information would have actually made this film. Any no, better. that's true. That's um, really true. <laughs> as we said, I feel like cutting out the whole Justice Society. Yeah, which every time I say it, I, I know. cringe. It is so, like what it, it's 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 giving the vibes of. Um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, the Illuminati. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) It is. Wow, wow. I can't, wow. The connections you've just made. Yeah, life-changing. But also, I love how they came in 
to this movie and expected us to know what the Justice Society was. Bro, bro, <laughs> I have so many qu- – about about 30 minutes into this movie, I was like, wow, I forgot this was supposed to be part of an extended universe. Yeah. Because I was like, am I supposed to have seen other films here? Like, have I missed something? I, I genuinely don't think so because I can't say that I've missed – many DC films. Well, I wouldn't have thought so either, but I was missing the context for so much. Well, it yeah. felt like I was missing the context. Um, did a second Shazam movie come out? Or is that not out yet? I don't think so. I thought it was just the first Shazam movie. There definitely is a second one. Okay. I absolutely have seen even trailers for it, but I don't know when it was supposed to come out. Yeah, well, maybe that's what we missed. I would really hope so, because otherwise... <laughs> What? I'm gonna just go look <laughs> honestly, it up and Justice Society. It's so second rate. Justice no. League. It's like very obviously like what? Yeah, just like the B listers of the <laughs> Justice League. Literally, they're not the a B-listers. league. They're a society. Literally. Also, Shazam 2023. Oh fuck! So no, that doesn't connect any dots for us. Jesus, um, we tried so hard to <laughs> save it for them. <laughs> and it's fun. Did you see? Um, the Suicide Squad, so the one that just came out. Yes, which I liked better than the original Suicide so Squad. I, I thought that was pretty quite good. A substantial amount. Yeah, I, I thought it was a vibe. I mm. was really sad when that really sexy dude died. Um, you know, a lot of people died. The the <laughs> one with the great accent, and he was in. Um, he was also in that show on Netflix, Carbon. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. When he died, I was sad. Yeah. That's very unrelated to what we're talking about here. But no. just like that movie was good. So I kind of was feeling a bit like. I mean, maybe it was the Agent Waller cameo that's sending you Very, there. very, very true. Well, I think what I was kind of thinking was like that was a good, that was decent. That was yeah. a, It was a decent action yeah. movie. So it's kind of like well, how does it go from that to this? To this. In the space of yeah. no movies. <laughs> but also like what? What? How how do, how many people do the wizards give this power? <laughs> Is it just because he got sealed away that they were like, okay, well now we have to give somebody else yeah. the power? <laughs> but why didn't they just take it away or kill yeah. him if they gave him the power in the first place? It's yeah, and I, I think it was really. Oh. As the movie was finishing, I was kind of like, do you know what DC really lacks? That unfortunate, well, not unfortunately, that Marvel has mm. is a Kevin Feige. <laughs> so there's there's a Kevin Feige in Marvel who understands the whole entire thing. He has got yeah. his fingers in every single fucking movie, making sure everything all aligns. DC does not. No. Well, I mean, they might have that, but if they do, he's doing a very bad job. Um, and it really is making all of the films seem so disconnected. This was mm. the first one where I was like, oh, they're all supposed to be one big thing. Like, but, you know, because of the Shazam thing, I was like, oh, you know, this, you probably should have seen that to see this. But Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. They didn't pull it together very I well. I mean, <laughs> I would say yes, but really you don't because Fair. I the, really don't think that you gain any information. I mean, I haven't seen no, Shazam in a while. That's true. Um, but all you really get is more backstory on the wizards. Yeah. No, that's really true. And I think almost – in a way, is actually my point. Yeah. Where it's like, this was a really good 
opportunity to yeah. make it feel like a wider universe. Mm. But in fact, we actually just went in, have come out, I should say, feeling like we were missing context, which is apparently not even the case. Yeah. So, but I do wonder if they're trying to do kind of what Marvel is doing and make standalone movies. Yeah. I mean, it but, must be. But it doesn't. Yeah, but the, mm. they just didn't pull it off. No, because they really, it's no. such, it's so similar to yeah. Shazam that they really should have yeah. connected them a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Look, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if they had like a small cameo from like the main actor of Shazam or something like that. He would have been fucking way cheaper than Henry Cavill. <laughs> Just saying. Just to like connect the two exact same universes mm, and exact, exact same powers exact same fucking powers yeah literally i mean i was like even just like is I this why preferred... he's got a black suit just because he went evil with the shazam powers like, i would have preferred a movie on cyclone i mean she sounded like she had some sort of tragic backstory that they t- I know. she's just like it's just like oh yeah wow i love those nanobots and she's like yeah i got them injected into my bloodstream when i was 15 and i got kidnapped by an evil doctor and i'm like what the fuck are we not going to delve into that anymore <laughs> is okay. that just sitting there but also same just like trauma dumping on yeah. someone it was kind of funny because there was just like a really awkward silence and it was like, this is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that is what would happen. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, Adam Smash's character, though, was just – it did not hit hit the mark. No, for, he didn't. Like, I, I think they tried to go kind of like – dumb and goofy but it just went too far and it's just like why is he here (laughs) absolutely it was kind of like oh i'm not sure this dude is competent enough to be here (laughs) Uh, which is what happens when you go too far with the with the with the comedy of it all yeah absolutely well i think it's the wrong type of comedy like the for example one point he walked up and he was holding a gigantic bucket of chicken wings and i was like okay that's cool i guess whatever i can vibe with that but then prius brosnan makes it disappear and then they have this whole like prism magic i know and it's kind of a bit like oh this was like two minutes too long on this bit like yeah let's just move on you know just having munching chicken wings in the background i honestly think it would have been funnier if he just continued to munch chicken wings (laughs) in the background and waved it around as he's trying to make a point or something baku who was just munching on that fucking stick of meat or whatever he brought in and then at the end he does that one big bite that was funny it was funny this was not funny this was not (laughs) funny speaking of mbaku we went to a cinema that has themed menu items and we got mbaku balls best part of the whole movie (laughs) (laughs) they were delicious they were so good they had cheese in the middle oh wait they were arancini balls for context They were delish. They were delish. How was your cocktail? It was all right, yeah. Oh, just all right? Yeah, just all right. Oh, that's kind of sad. 18 fucking dollars. You would (laughs) hope it was better than all right. I mean, at least it wasn't, like, if it was really good, then I would have drunk it all in the one go. That's fair. I could, like, pace it out over the movie. Reasonable. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. Okay, wow. Well, we went for 20 minutes longer than I asked of you. Yeah, whoops, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I vibe with this. Sorry to Nicholas, who is going to... Sorry, Nicholas. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to have to deal with yeah. this. <laughs> we'll um, see you down and make you watch it one time. Oh, it's just like, it's like Moonfall. <laughs> 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 Moonfall.
Moonfall was worse. What yeah, about Moonfall? Moonfall was worse. Moonfall was definitely worse. <laughs> Moonfall is straight up just one of the worst movies I've ever seen like in my really entire life. Genuine and not even a good bad. No. Like it was like Like this was bordering on a good bad. Yeah. I would I would even go so far as to say it was charming. Not charming. It 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 committed. Yeah. To being what it was enough that I'm like, yeah, I might watch it again. Yeah. You know? And I feel like the fact that although we were done with it, mm. we were still kind of like laughing at all the weird things that they it's did true. right at the end is a good indicator of good bad. That's really, really true. But it's really true. Still. We weren't like storming out of the cinema. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, and on that note, yes. we shall wrap up. Thank you very uh, much, Chelsea, for being how, my guest. How many stars out of, oh, out of 10? Out of 10? Yeah. Jesus. Fine, out of five. <laughs> no, out of 10, um, 4.5. 4.5. I'm going to yeah. give it like a solid four. <laughs> 3.5. Oh, 3.5. <laughs> Iconic. Wait. For scale, for reference, so I know, what would you give the Fifty Shades series? Oh, see, that's hard because, like... It's a good bad. They're yeah, enjoyable. it's a good bad. It's a good time. Like, nine out of ten enjoyable. <laughs> okay, that's probably a bit far. <laughs> <laughs> like, eight out of ten enjoyable. Okay, fair. Yep, um, But, like, as films, yep. probably... Similar to like, okay, like cool. A four. All right, sweet. All right, so we're on the same page. Okay, cool. absolutely. I completely understand where yep. you're coming from. Yep. Okay, well, on that note, then, <laughs> thank you very much, Chelsea, for Anytime. being Anytime. my guest on this amazing 30 minute <laughs> wild dive. ride. <laughs> Literally a deep dive. <laughs> Fuck me. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay. All right. Um, Everyone follow the podcast, follow Maddie, follow Nick on TikTok and Twitter and shit. Maybe not Twitter. Who knows what that's happening with. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, all the links are down below. As always. And thank you so much for, for listening, listening to, to What the, the Fuck is Happening, the, the podcast. podcast. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.